Cheers, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today on Earning Her Seat. Today, I am here with Beverly Bill Jr., owner of Guilty Intimates, Life in Beverly Hills, The Contract Collection, and Beverly Bill Law Office. Thank you for joining me today, Beverly. Thank you for having me, Ms. Erica. I am so excited. So for those who are under a rock and they do not know who you are, who are you, Beverly? <laughs> um, Who is Beverly? Uh, okay, so Beverly is from Detroit, born and raised. Um, I went to college in Atlanta, you know, turned up. Then I went to law school. Uh, I moved around. Lived in New York, lived in D.C., and uh, I may be making a comeback to Atlanta. Fingers crossed. I'm working on it. That's it. <laughs> so you have so many businesses. You wear so many different hats. Yes. How did you go from being a law student to attorney to influencer to law owner? Like, you wear so bras. Like right. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. I feel like deep down, I always knew I wanted to be a lawyer, but it was always for the like wrong reason. Okay. Um, <laughs> when uh, growing up in Detroit, um, I want to be clear. My mom kept me in private school, so I will not lie. Like I just you don't know, be these rappers up, say, up real say hard in the project. Yeah. No. Um, she kept me in private school, so I quickly realized like being in school and then going back home to all my cousins at my granny house. <laughs> Um, money separates things. Money, it, it brings opportunities. It brings freedom. So I was just like, um, you know, at that time when I was younger, we, we didn't have so many like creative jobs. For right? sure. So I'm like, the only way I'm going to make like some real money is because if I become a doctor or a lawyer. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to be a lawyer. And um, I, I kind of followed that. We had a, a friend of the family who was a lawyer. So he mentored me. And by the time I got to high school, I was like, okay. I'm going to do it for real. So went to college, um, graduated a year early because I knew I was going to go to law school. So knocked college out. Knocked, well, law school knocked me out, but I did finish. <laughs> um, and um, sometime during law school, that's when I came up with the blog. And that just, the blog came out of stress. Really? Yes. It was it a did. creative outlet. Yes. I, I know y'all say that, but no, it really did. Um, law school was rough. Uh, I feel like at some point I was really just sad. It was just beating me up. I was sad. I was depressed. It was really hard. Like, um, I don't know. Things weren't clicking in law school. I, it does not make me a bad lawyer. No. But <laughs> things were not clicking. It didn't go the way we thought it was going to go. No, it was rough. So what made law school rough? I mean, I just know it's hard anyway, which is why I'm not a lawyer. Well, but like... now looking back on it, it was nothing that was like difficult to understand. It was the amount it was the amount, and then I didn't go to, like, a, I, what do you call it? I didn't go to, like, a top-tier law school. So the lower-tier law schools, it's, like, a little bit of everybody. So it's not people right out of college. It was, like, you know, older people, their second career. It was all different kinds of people, and it was just people in there with way more life experience than me. So at every single angle and every single point, I'm like, I just feel behind. Right. These people knew about mortgages, but you know, in law school, I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? What a mortgage was. Um, I just, I felt behind because I just didn't have as much knowledge as everybody. But I mean, you get through it. As long as you don't mind not having a life, you can definitely get yeah. through law school. But yeah, that's how the blog came out. Um, I needed an outlet. I liked fashion. And then. As we can see, I mean, hello, it's the, it's the. <laughs> 
Look at the shirt. Where's the mirror? She, I mean, where's the camera? <laughs> literally. So Beth's yeah. always dressed to impress America. Um. Yeah, I loved fashion. I really didn't know how I wanted to be a part of the fashion community. I just knew I wanted to stay with it. And that's how really the blog came about. I love that. Okay, yeah. so from the blog. Yes. You're very active on social. Try. Uh, <laughs> I tried. How, how did you launch Guilty Intimates and the contract collection? Okay, so as the blog like picked up, and, and I say about my blog, I tell people all the time, listen, if you're trying to start a blog, you will know immediately if it's for you. Mm -hmm. it, this is not one of those things like, oh, it, it took time to, no, no, nope, you'll know. Within six months. Yeah. Yep. That's a good time. Um, it popped. It took off. It, whatever you want to call it. Um, the blog did extremely well very quickly. And I think that was really because I took it serious and decided to go into it with professional imagery and I think that really makes a difference I know some people kind of start off with the iPhone and build yes. up to it um by this time I already had a job so I was able to like make a budget for my blog for so, sure uh yeah I started off with the photography and traveled for it and it just it took off and then from there um what was that maybe four years into it four years into my blog I said okay let's put out a product I honestly don't know what made me choose bralettes. <laughs> um, I, I love I like bralettes as much as the next person, but I do not a know whole why. Company on, of bralettes. I, I just knew I wanted to do like body positivity. I wanted to do something for women. I want everyone to feel comfortable, everyone feel accepted. So right out the gate, I'm like, I want all different kinds of women, like pregnant, uh, any race, you know, any size. So. Um, I think it was just mainly trying to keep women as the focus, and for whatever reason, I chose their boobs. Yeah. So, in boobs I mean, matter. <laughs> boobs matter. matter. And um, that's why I chose that. That's the first product I decided to put out. I love it. So, how do you manage everything? Because <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot. I don't. Um, <laughs> how do I manage everything? I, I like to think I'm pretty organized. Yeah. You know, I wake up with certain things planned out and I just do a little of each business every day. And um, yeah, I keep your stress down. If you if you keep your stress down, you'd be so amazed how much you can get in a day, get done in a day. Minimal stress. Yes, minimal, yeah. Like you can really conquer whatever you want if you keep your stress down. Okay. That's, uh, that. that's my trick. Okay, so we're gonna get to the tough questions here. <laughs> here we go. So, we know that you are a trademark attorney. Yes. You have done my trademark. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much. Lots of times people say, I have an LLC. I don't need a trademark. Could you, what's the difference? Could you, can you enlighten <laughs> the audience? Because a lot of times, number one, people hear attorney and they feel like trademark, I can call you with the crime case. You cannot. Like, <laughs> law is not one size no, fits all. So, it's not. Um, okay. So, the LLC and the trademark thing, I'm going to address that first. Let's be very clear. LLCs are state-specific, right? You make your LLC in Georgia. You make it in California. The name that you bought with your LLC, it's only good in the state that you bought it. So Beverly Bill Incorporated, I got that in Michigan. All right, somebody can start it in Florida. Somebody can start it in Arkansas. You don't own that name. You just own that name in your state. If you only want to do business in your state, 
maybe you're good. But the thing with trademark, it's nationally recognized. So um, you're in Michigan, you have your LLC. But honestly, before you even start a business, you want to do a trademark search because you buy the LLC, you buy that website address, you get the social media, you start doing all this branding and marketing. And then you go to the trademark search and the name's already taken. So if they find you, this person who owns that trademark, they can stop everything you're doing and even sue you for whatever profit that you made off of their name. Oh. So LLC, you do not stop there. Honestly, you shouldn't even start there. You actually should start with the trademark. Yeah. So what tips do you have for people? <laughs> this is this is good. This is good. Oh, uh, tips. Um, so, OK, with the trademarks, it's not cheap. Um, and if it is, I wouldn't trust it. D don't go to them if it is cheap, okay. because <laughs> trademarks can take almost up to a year and sometimes more than a year to complete. So if you see someone with a low trademark price, I feel like steer clear um, because it is a lot of work. It's, it's tedious and it takes a long time and they are charging you for their time. Um, an attorney is charging you to work on your business for an entire year. So it, it's worth the investment. Um, I always say that you need to do a trademark search first before you think about starting a business. And then you can start with the LLC. But even, even with the LLC, you got to understand the minute that you start an LLC, you're already creating a bill for your business and you're not even making money yet. Yes. You have to pay those LLC fees. Yes. Um, so, you know, you could be a sole proprietor for a while, you know, and, and all the LLC does is protect you from a lawsuit. It doesn't really do too much other than that. Um, once you have an LLC, the person can only sue your business and not you personally. So see trademark LLC, you have to get your EIN. You have to get your EIN. This is how you pay your taxes, people. Um, this is how you pay your taxes. Like, I, I really want to get in that. Like, this is a big deal. Do not start a business and you don't have your EIN. Um, it's very simple. Don't get tricked into purchasing it because once they're you free. once you Google it, they're like, oh, we can get it free for $5, $75. It's absolutely free on IRS.gov. But uh, they have changed it. You have to have your LLC first before you can get an EIN now. So um, trademark, LLC, EIN, um, and then you want to get your contracts. Please get contracts in your business. I don't know how you guys are okay, running. Okay, so why? Okay, here we go. Let's say, for instance, I just started a lash company. Get my blood, blood. I, I, I know. I, <laughs> I get passionate. So I'm, I'm a young woman. I just started a business, and I'm doing my eyelash company, okay? What contracts and why Why are you so, I know why we feel passionate about contracts for the rest of the world. Why are contracts, no matter how small or how big your business is, why are they so imperative? All right. So you do lashes. Great. I love getting my lashes done. Hello. So what are you going to do? Uh, you know, if you're doing it from home or if you are trying to rent out a space, you need to get waivers of liability um, your eyes are very important. Your customers, your clients' eyes are very important. Um, and if you just so happen to injure someone, they can sue you. So you need to get a waiver of liability to for them to sign so that they know and they have read all the possible injuries that can happen to you with eyelashes. So that's something for that business. And also, um, this isn't even like a legal thing. A lot of people don't have business insurance. 
and that's another thing. I don't know why. This is why you have business insurance. You have business insurance so that in case of a lawsuit or, you know, even if you get injured, you know, you can have disability insurance. What in case you break your hands? How you going to do, some do the eyelashes with your feet? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's out there. But look into business insurance, and that's for anybody. Um, and then... See, what other types of contracts would you need? Um, if you are doing eyelashes for like an event, a, a bridal party, shower, wedding, um, you want to get a contract with all your clients. I understand a lot of, you know, eyelash women, men, um, they don't do it for every single client that comes in. But, but they uh, should. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't hurt. And, and it's especially I'm thinking for like future events, you want to get something down on paper um, to hold those clients liable. So I, it, just not if we get off of eyelashes. Um, contracts, I feel like that you need for a business, even if it's a service or a product, uh, NDAs. You can never go wrong with a non-disclosure agreement. Um, everybody should be signing them. You should not be telling anybody your idea, your business, your plan, its infrastructure without an NDA. Um, the next one is going to be whatever service you provide. You need a service agreement. Don't just give people services don't take their money or don't take people's money without getting something on a contract. In my opinion, I mean, some lawyers may feel differently, but if it involves money, you need a contract. You need a contract. Emails are not enough. Oh, well, I got hurt. I got an email through. Okay, good. We'll take that to the judge. And then, is, then it's just up to the judge to make the decision. But if you have a contract, you can really help and eliminate that and maybe even just go to mediation or arbitration instead of having to take them to small claims. So. Um, NDAs, your service agreement. I think what other agreement you may need. I, I mean, most of the time it's uh, business specific, whatever your For industry sure. is. But those two uh, are not a bad idea to have at all. Okay, yeah. so where did you get your sense of style from? Because I mean, you, you slay your looks. You, you, you um, slay. I'm not just saying this because I'm from there, but the flyest women I know live in the Midwest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to, you know I have to agree with that. I'm gonna, the flies women I know that's live in true. Detroit. They Y'all know how Chicago, I love my aunties. And I've lived in different places. Um, I just don't see it nowhere else. I just, they just don't put it together like we do. Or maybe they don't carry it like we do. I don't know. But um, I, I feel like people are like, but did you get it from your mom? I'm like, my mom's fly, but like growing up, my mom was more of a tomboy than I was. Like, she played yeah. basketball, sports, and all this kind of stuff. So she wasn't really into fashion. I don't really know where. I really don't know where I picked it up at. She always tell me that my granddad was, like, super fly all the time. So she was like, it's maybe genetic. it's a genetic It's genetic. Thing. But um, just growing up, like, in the neighborhood, all the hot girls, that's what they wore. And, you know, then once I got to high school, what, it, I don't know. It's just my surroundings. I've just been surrounded by... Fly women, and they were all from the Midwest. I love that. So <laughs> as a creative, your job is to stay creative. Yes. How do you stay creative when you don't feel creative? Because we all get burnt out. How do you keep your creative juices flowing? Hmm. I don't know. I I don't know how I keep my creative juices flowing, but just juices in, <laughs> in, uh, in general. Yeah. Um, I take a break. And I know that may be like very backwards, but I have to no. step away. Um, I'm very big on naps, even as adults. I, I think they're not as appreciated as they should be. Like naps are a thing. Put it back into your routine. I know you stopped in, uh, when you stop napping, like first grade. You're supposed to, yeah. Put it back. Um, you know, whether Recharge. it's like a little 
Yes. Is a little cat nap, a little 30 minutes, a little hour. Do it. And you'll be surprised. I've been napping since I've been told to nap. I still nap. You never stop. I never. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You never took a break <laughs> like, from the nap. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur now, but like even when I was working, you know, in offices or firms, I take naps. Yeah, oh, like take- on my lunch break, I go into a conference room. And you would uh, sleep. Um, yeah. Um, but what do they call them now? The breastfeeding rooms. The, the breastfeeding rooms. Well, like I go in the bre- best breastfeeding rooms. <laughs> and you would take a look. And a I look, would take a, look a little nap. Um, I needed it. Um, I think just give it a try and see like how it changes your day. Yeah. So okay. we're, we're going to I'm going to start napping. <laughs> Because, you know, I really don't nap. I know you don't. I'm, I know you don't. I'm, but do you get good amounts of sleep? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So oh, some, some people don't need naps. Some people need them, like me. I feel like I need them. But then even people who get enough sleep, I still think, like, taking your brain, shutting it down for 30 minutes a day, I feel like it's very beneficial. It yeah. That's intense. I, maybe I'm going to start napping this week. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's just what I'm going to do. Try it. So literally, what's next for you? Um, what's next? Um, I'm just trying to keep building everything. Um, keep building my practice. Uh, like I told you, I've been traveling everywhere. So I kind of been making little networks in each yeah. major city. So just keep building my law firm. Um, keep building the blog brand, just keep building all of my brands really. And um, I've been really <laughs> giving it serious thought and, and trying to get that process going. But I, I'm thinking about becoming a judge eventually, like you. maybe maybe like 10 to 15 yeah, years totally down the line. Judge. What um, kind though? What kind of judge? Whatever one they'll let me be. Whatever one they'll allow me to be. Whatever they'll let me be. Because well, you know what? I didn't take the traditional um, legal path route. I didn't become a clerk. No criminal. Uh, no, no criminal. Why I, did you decide to I, do the I, creative route rather than like taking the traditional prosecutor? I didn't choose it. Oh, okay. It chose me. <laughs> um, so, okay. After law school, my mentor, I had, a, I had a mentor who lived in Atlanta who gave me a job at his firm. He did criminal law, a little bit of entertainment, and then his partner did divorce law. Hated divorce law. It was, it was the worst. Um, Hated criminal law. It was the worst. I, I just feel like at some point, you're going to have to stop driving drunk. At some <laughs> point. Like, you ha- you, you're going to keep calling us and, and telling us that I got a DUI. Okay, so why? Because they wouldn't give it to you. So you I, earned I, I it, just, sir. I just, I couldn't get with criminal. I couldn't get with uh, divorce. And then he also did entertainment law. And um, it was mostly, like, sports. So for a minute, I thought I wanted to be a sports agent. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. Boom, boom. No. What I realized, I don't know much about sports. So you need that. That that is a key. You need that. That is a key. And then what I quickly realized was a lot of the job was just babysitting athletes. That wasn't for me. You don't like to babysit nobody. I don't like So um, that was short-lived, the agent thing. Um, so I really didn't like any law. So honestly, like the first couple of years out of law school, I hated law. Like I hated, that was the whole point of me, like having the blog and have something that I did like, but I just went to a job I hate. Yes. So, uh, went to New York. I had gotten a couple of positions there. One of them I really liked. I was working on a, uh, 
not a campaign. I'm not saying a campaign. Like I was, about to say. <laughs> I was working on an account and it was for uh, Procter and Gamble. Really loved the job. I really did. Um, company got audited. I was the youngest. I was the only female. <laughs> um, and I was the only, only black person in the legal department. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that. <laughs> so I got let go with, when they got audited. Because um, I really thought I wanted to do that route. I thought I wanted to just be like in-house counsel for yeah, big major companies. companies. Um, that was short-lived. Uh, then I got a job with Verizon Wireless. It was cool, but I was only a contractor, so I wasn't like getting a free phone or free cable. Oh, and no. all that right. I wasn't I'm getting like, the perks. This, no, right. So this is lame. So um, by the time I left New York, I went over to D.C. And I don't know, for whatever reason, me and D.C. just could not vibe. We were not good. The jobs weren't vibing. Just the energy in D.C. was not working. So that's when I decided, I said, you know what? I'm just going to start my own firm. That enough like, is enough. Like, I'm not getting the positions I want. I'm not getting the salary I want. I, I'm just not getting the energy that I know I have. I'm not getting it back. So the best way to, like, get rid of bad energy is to do something on your own, really. Like, sure. now I don't have to deal with anybody but me. So how did you take that route from leaving entrepreneurship I mean, from starting like at corporate to going into entrepreneurship, especially because we have so many people right now, quit your job, go out in faith. Like, can, not, can they see me rolling my eyes? <laughs> um, I'm not for the quit your nine to five. Health insurance is real. It's extremely real. I mean, it, well, you know what? I spoke too soon. If you don't have health insurance, I'm sorry. But if, if you want to go get a job, that's how you get the health insurance. So I'm not for... Uh, Quitting your nine to five. Um, what I did, I didn't. I obviously didn't think that I was just going to get clients right away. So I just worked. I took contract positions. So I took legal contract positions. Um, so that yeah, I have a nine to five, but I'm not their employee. I'm not a slave to their hours. I can do it when I need. I have to. flexibility. I have flexibility. No, I did not have health insurance. <laughs> I had to start paying for that on my own. But I knew because I wanted to transition into doing my own thing. I couldn't, I mean, it was just easier not to have a nine to five, but still having some money come in. For sure. Um, I say that to, before you jump into any business, where's your flow of income coming? Because you can't start a business without any money. You have to have some revolving capital. You, you have to. It just, it does not work like that. You don't just open up your eyes. Oh, I'm going to start a business today. Don't quit. Do not quit your job. Don't quit your job until you're absolutely ready. Like, what's the rule? Don't quit your job until you have like, a year of bill money to pay. I heard that you don't quit your job until your your side hustle was making more money than your full-time job. Well, there you go. There's another rule. Don't that's, that's quit it until you have more than enough money to get by without this new business even making money yet. Because the new business, it does not make money right away. It's. I know we live in the time where everybody's making a million dollars off of their business in a day or two. But literally, it's that's not... That's, those are very special. Y'all better stop letting them Shopify um, <laughs> numbers lie to y'all. I know a lot of people <laughs> put a little Shopify up. Oh, and it's a million dollars. Don't do it. Don't do it, y'all. Stop it. Please. If you're doing it for marketing, I ain't even I ain't going to play with you. That's your thing. <laughs> However. You people who are watching it, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do don't, it. Don't make that leap off of that fake Shopify million dollars. Mm -mm. Don't do it, y'all. Because it's a lot. Speaking of, how do you do your social media? Because you're very, how do you, you seem very carefree with social media. It seems fun. <laughs> it seems fun. Um, I, 
I really feel like it, it used to stress me out. Really? Well, because it first started as a hobby. Then I started making some money. And then okay. I started treating it like a job. And jobs get stressful. Like, it, it doesn't matter what the job is. I know people think blogging and influencing is so much fun. It's And it's really not. It's really it's a drag. So, it's a lot. So, it's like... Um, the pictures, the campaigns, the budget, like it's so much that you have to do for a while. I feel like what I have, I've had my blog for six years now. Wow. That went fast. Didn't it? It's about to be seven. We literally just celebrated. I had that event in 2019. So it'll be seven this year. That's a lot. Oh my God. It's older than my dog. Um, so. (laughs) Shout out Biggie. Yeah. I feel like for maybe half of it, half of my blogging career, it was stressful. Now I'm on the other half. Now I'm just having fun. Um, I'm doing what I want. I, everything is me now. Like, I'm not even trying to sound like an influencer. I'm not trying to speak or talk how I want the brand. It's me. It's very much Beverly. Um, the only thing that you're not getting on the blog is curse words. Because in person, I do curse like a sailor. That's the only thing. You're not kidding. I don't give you on the blog. I let you be surprised when you meet me. Like, oh, my God, she has a potty mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I, 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 I save that mystery. Yes. But everything else is me. me. It's me. <laughs> what advice would you give someone who wants to follow in your footsteps? Mm, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Um, I There's so many things that I wish I could change and do differently. And I would want someone to really walk their own path. If it was up to me, as far as education-wise, if it was up to me, I would have figured out a way to pay for my, uh, I'm about to say something else, my student loans differently. I would have went about that a completely different way. But I have a old school approach to money. I went about it in an old school way. And if, I don't know, if I was firmer and believed more in myself, um, I would have waited. I would have like took off a year and then went to law school or got a job where someone would pay for my law school. So, um, because law school is not cheap. No, it's not. No, it's not. So when you see my prices, know that I've earned those prices. Okay, I have the experience. I have the education. I have the student loans to prove it. This is why I'm here. (laughs) But no. okay, you want to walk in my footsteps. Um. Only thing I will say that I do for myself that you should do to yourself, be nice to yourself. Like, be much more kinder to yourself than you are. Like, from here on out, talk nicer to yourself. Hey, Bev, you look good today. You had a good day today. Good for you. You're great. Like, I know it sounds, like, silly, but I'm so serious. Everyone else is going to be so hard on you. Is watching everything you do. Is going to try to tell you advice. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's just coming from a negative place. If you don't do anything else, be nice to yourself. Like forgive yourself. You're going to mess up. Um, but yeah, you got to be your own best friend. Period. Yeah. And I mean, I know that's coming from an only child, but I mean it. Even if you're <laughs> not an only child, <laughs> you need to be your own best friend. You have to be your own cheerleader. Everything else is extra everything else is icing on the top the cake the cherry Uh, on the top yeah (laughs) um no you gotta be enough everything else is just extra yeah yeah i love it well bev thank you so much for joining us today it's so much fun thank you is there anything else you would like to share with us um hmm if you think about trademarking 
All things trademarking. You know who to call. (laughs) The summer's about to drop. You need some bralettes. You know who to call. Um, But no, seriously, I'm really happy with what I'm doing now. I do feel like I found my purpose and my calling. Um, I'm just happy. Like, I wake up and just, I choose joy. Come on, Every day. Okay, that's I, that's just I me now. That's listening. That's that. my brand now. Um, I'm not letting anything stress me out at all. Work, family, personal, any of that stuff. Um, yeah, like it, it's gonna be hard. Entrepreneurship is hard. Working is hard. Life is hard. So just get up with the right mindset. And if you feel like you're not, like today is not that day, go back to sleep. Just try it again. Try it again. And that's okay. You, you're not going to have, like, a positive, happy day every single day. So go back to bed. Try it again. Talk to God, you know, your cat, whatever. Um, yeah. And start fresh. And start fresh. Well, here's to joy. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us today on Owning Her Seat. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.